0: hello
1: my name is John marchada and this is gunpowder plot also known as guy fox podcast and this is a late night nuggets with me is bentley meadows and we might be having another person joining us here in a moment who is a special guest i've been trying to get him on for a while um i'll wait i'll, I'll let the anticipation build up because i did just send him a. Uh, an invite as well so we're gonna be doing fun stuff
2: how
1: you doing buddy i'm doing good how you doing i am doing all right getting good grades future so bright gotta wear shades oh yeah so you might have been the first person to uh to talk with me about the raid that went on the other day.
0: Yeah, how crazy was that?
1: That was, that was, um, I don't want to say something like insurmountable, but it was, it was pretty unprecedented. I don't want to say unprecedented either because everybody's saying that, but they're pretty spot on. That is a, that is fitting for that word, unbucking unprecedented.
0: Yeah, because they could have started with Nixon and kept on going with all the rest of them, but nope, they started with Trump.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, this is um, this was a sentiment from uh, Dave Smith when I listened to him. Um, now, given he was pointing it at Trump, but I would I would point it towards any of the previous presidents from George Bush senior down or up. Um, when you do something like this, you want it to be for the right reasons. You know, I get people thinking, Oh, anyway, you get them, you get them, whatever, like Al Capone getting caught on what tax evasion. Um, you know, and it's, it's good to stand by your laurels too. Uh, when it comes to this, uh, when they went after trump i mean they went after him for the most ridiculous shit that he was already in he was already cooperating with this archive department i can never remember the name of it but um yeah for them to go after him with with a raid when they could have subpoenaed for these supposed documents which is now what it is merrick garland Tried to say that he didn't know anything about it, just like the rest of the Biden administration, which is a load of shit. Uh, and now he admits it. Um, you know, some people I just don't. It, it, there's no hope for them. They they will believe whatever they're told because that's how they've been. That's how they've been conditioned. And uh, you know, these uh, the lies that they tell are just gonna just gonna turn a blind eye to them. You know. Not you and me though. We're oh no, we're special. We're special. I think we're, uh, we're we're the the cream of the crop, as they might say. Um, some might say we're fucking better than you. If I could uh, take a quote from Anna Kasparian, is that her last name? Kasperian from the Young Turks. I don't recall, uh,
0: but I have said that to people. Well, when they go, what do you think? You're better than me. I'm not looking. be like, well, yeah. Dude, <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you? Of course I'm better than you. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing,
1: like it's certainly there's, you know, being conceited and there's being um, self-centered and all that other shit, you know, sociopathic, whatever. But there is a level that that most people should come to understand that there are some bad people out there that you are certainly better than this idea of like well you're not better than anyone else bullshit i'm not a pedophile those the guys are bad news and uh yeah i would uh i would seriously consider myself better than them murderers rapists drug dealers even though i'm i'm not a fan of the drug laws uh most drug dealers, and I'm not talking about weed, I'm not talking about natural shit like shrooms and stuff. I'm talking about the fucking hardcore crack and cocaine and and heroin and fentanyl. Those sons of bitches. Yeah. I think most normal um average people are better than them, personally. You don't have to agree with me, but that's where I stand. <sighs> um do you have uh Anything that you want to talk about when it comes to oh there he is. Do I gotta use my
0: yeah?
1: That's what I was about to ask you. <laughs> oh yeah, I already have your stage name, unless you okay. want to use a different one. I'll do it. And then he's gone. So it's he's gonna come in like that, where it's just like a noise, and then it's he's there. And I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce you to. But I want to introduce him to the to the world. I want to introduce him to the audience. Damn it! If he didn't leave,
0: (laughs) and and it is the world. I was listening about all of a sudden they had a spike of uh, Russian downloads, and uh, and I've noticed on mine it says I have Russian downloads, but then when I click on it, it says it doesn't have any data. (laughs) But I can kick on something lower than it and have, you know, go to, I don't know, Sri Lanka, and they'll be tell me some town somebody listened
1: from. Oh, sure. It is the world, for sure. To my audience, to those listening, I want to introduce you to a very special guest. Even though Bentley Meadows is a special guest, this guy I have been trying to get on for forever, and he is finally on. Would you like to introduce yourself to the world, sir?
2: It's me. D.B. Uh, DB, Cooper. D.B. Cooper.
0: Can you hear me very well?
1: Still?
0: <laughs> Bent- I, I can hear you. Okay.
1: D.B. Cooper. I- I'd like to introduce you to Bentley Meadows.
2: Yeah, I feel There's, like another guy already.
1: I know, as much as I talk about you two. So this is exciting. Um, Finally got him on. Uh. So we were just kind of starting to talk about the raid that happened in Mar-a-Lago. Bentley was kind of giving me his his take on it. Do you want to continue, and then we'll go over to uh, DB?
0: Sure. Yeah, so the other night when it happened, I was talking about it. And, of course, I knew from experience, you know, even me, I'm like, well, they got a judge to sign it, you know, so it had to be legit. Theoretically, you know, it's like, but yes. I've known shady cops and shady judges in my lifetime, so there's a possibility that that could happen. And it seems like they found that one
1: shady dude to do it. it. I, that is a pretty spot-on description of said dude being Bruce Reinhardt, who has a pretty nefarious connection. To, to a very nefarious person being Jeffrey Epstein Um, did that take you by a sh- sur- surprise did it take you by surprise because it certainly did me I wasn't really
0: surprised I mean I figured something I knew it had to be someone
1: like him yeah it's um, it's different DB what's your take DB, <laughs> DB, are you there? <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> Fuck. It takes a minute to get acclimated to the ins and outs of Anchor. So we'll forgive him um, until he comes back. So, yeah, they. Uh, well, I guess so there needed to be an application from the FBI and then it needed to get passed down. So I don't know necessarily where Merrick Garland. Uh, fits into all of this because they say he signed off on it i'm like okay but doesn't it isn't the flow the workflow from the application directly to unless that was the application to merrick carland he signed off on it and then he needed a judge to sign off on it from florida so maybe that's the workflow there it is. um and then it made it th- its way down to him which should, don't you think that maybe that might be some form of a conflict of interest to have that judge sign off on it. I feel like there's a conflict of interest in there.
0: Yeah, I would think so because he's like three or ways he's connected to that case and you know like donating to Obama yeah a couple times hanging out with Epstein. Uh and there was something else that, what they could say they should recuse yourself. But he was like, no, I'm good. Yeah. Well, I'll sign where.
1: Yeah. Wasn't there a couple, I saw some judges recruit rec, recusing themselves um, from something. Was it, was it this? Was it another case? Maybe it was, yeah, I can't remember, but I want to say I read some article about it. Um, and then they went in and uh, didn't allow for his lawyers to be present during the raid. Um, now, as Rand Paul, as Trump, as a quite a few other supporters of Trump had pointed out that they could have uh, planted evidence. Um. I had said in, in my episode, what was it, last night or the night before, uh, that I don't think that that's the case because I mean, sure it could be, and then they would have to come back in, um, kind of like DB Cooper's going to have to do here in a second, but uh, I think more so it'd be that they're they're bugging. I mean, they're they're they could come up with anything, dude. They could just you know say that they found um whatever document within his possession that he supposedly wasn't supposed to have. Uh, They could have done that after the raid um, or claimed that it was a part of the raid. But I think a hell of a lot more that they bugged the house for sure, dude. I mean, stuff's probably in in sink drain. It's probably in light fixtures. It's uh, probably in walls and carpet and fucking the wood floor, you know, wherever. He needs to have somebody go through that bitch and fucking and uh, do some so- searching.
0: He shouldn't go back into that
1: house. No, no, I, I don't think I could, man. Even after, if I did send, you know, have a whole team of people to go through and find shit, that'd make me so fucking paranoid, you know? Um, and that's me. That's somebody who hasn't done anything, you know? It, it, that would still make me feel like, oh, shit, dude, they they're they're listening, you know? Um yeah, so they do this to him. They didn't ever do it to Hillary Clinton in the thirty three thousand plus emails and the thirteen devices that she destroyed, and yada, yada yada. didn't do it to Bill Clinton with his connections to epstein um didn't do it to Hunter Biden uh with his whole laptop scandal um well quite a few others they didn't do it to, but yeah, the whole be-
0: summer of twenty twenty.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, for all the people that they got from J6 and um, they didn't go after the, the Antifa members that, you know, bombed the firebombed and, and uh, 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 what's the Russian name for this Molotov cocktail? You know, the, the federal buildings out in Portland and, and all that other shit. Everyone oh, after them.
0: Their bell to get them out.
1: Yeah. Yeah db can you hear me yep there you go okay what's which your take on it well
2: first okay. of all uh, after hearing like rudy giuliani talk about the, uh they were in contact with the fbi already which seems kind of weird in general right so uh i don't know like i've heard somebody today i think it was gavin talk about uh he thought it was maybe them trying to plant stuff in the house.
1: Yeah, like I don't want to take away that the possibility of that. Like I said, um, but that would in, that would indicate that they're going they're going to come back, right? That because if they planted something, then somebody needs to find it.
2: Well, no, as in like surveillance.
1: Oh, I see. Bugged it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's that's more so um, the way that they went. But a lot of people are saying they planted evidence. And it's like,
2: yeah.
1: yeah, I see that. I like that so much. Right.
2: It just all Shame. seems like the, the whole the whole typical theme with Trump, you know, there's a, he's, they're always trying to find stuff on him and he's probably not the most squeaky clean individual ever, but at the same time he's not committing crimes and uh, it's just I like they were, in, they were in contact with the FBI or I don't know if it was the FBI I think it was the FBI directly they said, but they told him like to lock something up and you know, they they told them what to do and then they do this. And it just seems like, like me and you were talking the other day, I, I just don't see it going good either way with either outcome with them stopping Trump from running or, you know, like what already has been tarnished, you know, because it was yeah. so ridiculous to start with.
1: I will say this. I feel like the more that they do this, the more squeaky clean Trump looks. I mean, you'd assume with all of the things that he's done in his life that there must be something that they can find and they're not finding shit and they're looking for everything. They're looking for every little thing that they can use against him, and they're not finding anything. And I thought that he, all right, he was a cutthroat businessman. You know, he's cut some people out of some shit. He's done this, that, and the other, nothing sticking to this guy. Like he's, he's seemingly <laughs> squeaky clean compared to me. You know, they could probably find some shit that I did. Yeah, um,
2: that's, what, that's what Gavin said too. He's like, if you went around your house, you could probably find something illegal to get in trouble for. Yeah. The average person. Um,
1: I'll start with uh, Bentley on this one. Bentley, why do you think they, they did this overall? Like, what's the big plan here? And then I'll go to DB.
0: Uh, first thought is uh to distract us from something else that we should have probably been paying more attention to. Like the day before this happened, something happened. I don't know what it was (laughs) because we started talking about this. Right. I mean, it wasn't Olivia Newton, but that was a tragedy.
1: I didn't know that, that too. Yeah, because,
0: yeah, on uh, the same day Trump did that thing. Or, yeah.
1: I had no idea. Well, that's sad. Yep. Thanks for bumming me out. (laughs) <laughs> well, the day
0: before, there was probably something that happened that we, we probably ought to have been paying attention to. I mean, I think the Bam. day before, really, they were probably talking about monkey pox. So I don't know if anybody's talking about that anymore.
1: <laughs> the, the HIV pox? Yeah. The the gay orgy pox? Um, <laughs> all right, DB, what do you think? What's the big overall point why they did that?
2: I just think they're, they're always trying to bring Trump down, and if nothing else, you know, uh, I'm assuming, like, none of us even dabble in watching mainstream media, but I'm guessing all the headlines just say, you know, Trump raided, and, you know, they're, that's probably all it says, you know, and then they're sitting there speculating, well, he's probably going to go to jail, this and that, and if he won't be able to run for president, you know, I think, I think it's, it's their only goal is to possibly find something, and if not, just to discredit him.
1: I think that that was the overall but, theme. Also, too. not to cut you off,
2: but also I like Bentley's point about the distraction. And
1: Yeah, I like that too. I heard I,
2: something else too about Trump tweeting like, or whatever he does, that True Social, putting up like a picture. And in the picture, there was that date, 8-8-22.
1: Yeah, but that's another like, month. No, that is this huh? month. That's right.
2: Yeah, it, it was the day it happened.
1: Yeah. Uh, it, it, for anybody that doesn't know that what you're talking too. about, it was during his rallies. There would be a number, I think it was 880... How did it go? 88022, or something like that. And uh, some people thought it had to do with that date, August 8th, 2022. Um well, you know
2: what else it was, too, right? What? I believe it was when Nixon got taken, taken out of office, or... Impeached. I can't remember which really? one, but I'm pretty sure it's to do with Nixon too.
1: That's
0: interesting. Mm, they like their dates. Yeah. yeah Well
2: I, Go ahead. I, you know, I I I believe heavy in spiritual stuff. I just think that numbers are spiritual things too that they just repeat like that. Yeah. Back and forth. Symbolism.
1: For sure. The, Um, yeah, I think the over in, in to, uh, kind of piggyback what you were just saying, I've been seeing from lefties on Twitter, there's a guy named Wayne Matson. Now I thought Wayne Matson was like a friend of Alex Jones. Uh, I don't think so. (laughs) This guy is a hard leftist and, um, he was calling for Trump to be ex, um, uh, electrocuted, executed. And, And then I saw a whole bunch of other people on the left hoping for calling for him to be executed in prison, they want him dead. Uh, There's some rumors flying around that uh, they're going to attempt to assassinate Trump. Um, And the overall theme for all of that was to say that they want to prevent him from running again in 2024. Do you guys think that he is going to run again in 2024? I'll start with uh, DB and then we'll go to Bentley. Bentley.
2: Well, yeah, he uh, he basically announced it a couple of weeks ago, casually. You you heard that, didn't you?
1: Yeah, at his at his rally.
2: Sneaky announcement. Yeah, it was something like yeah. I don't remember. It was it was strategically worded, basically saying it. And I I like Trump and I like how the country was going when he was president. But like like I, I think I told you that I almost think DeSantis would be a better deal because you know it's just. They, 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 don't, they don't hate him already. And, well, you know, I think the they age hate thing, The age thing is, is interesting, too.
1: You know, Trump is pretty old. He's True. In shape, but. Yeah. Good point. Uh, Bentley, what do you think?
0: I believe he probably will. Not that I'm yeah. all for it, kind of, or not. I don't know. But I think, you know, if he can, he will. Yeah, I think that
1: this, this act has electrified his base. I think Trump supporters out there are, are more motivated than ever to not only vote for him, but I think do all the shit that the Democrats have been doing, which is knocking on doors and uh, promoting him more, um, much like – or campaigning for him. Um, much like what the Democrats do because they are really good at it. I will give them that. I have never, I don't know if I've ever once had a Republican come knock on my door to try and get somebody elected. I've had Democrats. And I think that's where the, that's where the Republicans certainly lack um, is in their getting out and spreading the message like the Democrats do. But after this, ooh, buddy, they are pissed. They are not happy. And, uh, they want to see, they want to see heads roll for sure, but they also want to see, um, the Republicans get in. They want to see Trump in there. Um, so, you know, we'll see. I, uh, I, I feel like I'm, I'm right there with you guys. Um, I definitely want to see what a second term would look like for Trump. And I, and I don't want to see DeSantis and him fight. I don't think anybody wants to see that, but, um, I don't. I want DeSantis not to run. I want him to
0: be a lifetime appointed governor of Florida. I'm yeah, cool I with that. that. I'd be cool with that right there. I'm like, y'all quit. Just leave his name out. What are y'all doing?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um I, st- I I will continue to say it. I think it I think Trump DeSantis would be a one two punch. I think uh they would be very, very difficult to beat. Um if he would bring him on as his VP, I don't know what they're going to do. It seems like DeSantis isn't going to run, but you know, when you got, uh, he's got a lot of support and when you got that much people, that many people telling you, Hey, you should run. You should run. It's hard to turn down, man. You know, when, when your ego is getting petted, um, I have to assume that that's a pretty hard thing to go. No, I'm good. You know, but I think it's, I think he's smart. I think, I think he, he knows, you know what we're talking about. I think a lot of people are talking about this too, and I think uh I think he knows that.
0: I don't know. Um it Trump if DeSantis ran against him. He'd that, have some funky name to call anyway. him. Yep. And then his real people would be pissed that he was, you know,
1: splitting a vote or something. Right yeah he that's what trump does man he figures out a name and he goes with it he's pretty quick about it too um some might almost argue that he's uh he does it off the top of his head and then it sticks you know and uh and he plays dirty because that's i guess all he knows and uh, um
2: he doesn't lie though i'll give him that you know who's that trump He does play dirty, but he doesn't, he doesn't manipulate the truth at all. He just, he just cleverly words it.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know what you're getting
0: with him? Yeah.
2: Um, something to pick on DeSantis for and it wouldn't be a lie, but it would be something somebody didn't really see. Right. It'd be along
1: with, along with, uh, this raid. And it was just before this. Maybe this is the part that they wanted to sh- hush up. I don't know. But the Senate um, had passed the climate change bill, which had already went through the Congress, and now it's going to go forward to Biden if it hasn't already, and he's going to sign it. Um, and I believe it's in that climate change bill that uh, we saw the eighty-seven thousand more IS, IRS agents hired. Am I right on that? Am I, am I in the ballpark with that guy? You
0: are absolutely right. And don't forget, they're armed.
2: Yeah, they just removed Correct. it from the description today, too.
1: Yes, I saw that. They had a part in the description for the uh, IRS agents is that they were going to be armed and be given or granted permission Willing. to take le- lethal. Oh, yeah. To take lethal action. I don't know about Not you guys. Like
2: you're allowed to, but it's like, are you willing to kill people for this job?
1: Right. Which a lot of questions right now are, why would they need it? What are they going to be doing? You know, are, are they gonna are they gonna audit everybody? Is everybody getting audited? And if they find something, they're gonna come put a gun to your head and tell you, you know, you got to give up the money.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah. And you know, how do you know you actually have an IRS agent coming to your house
1: when it's something like that? Yeah, and that's so new. Um, what are they gonna <laughs> do? IRS open up, you know? And then you're like,
0: talk about the revenue hmm. man. Um,
1: <laughs> IRS people tend to be fucking dorks. <laughs> I don't, I don't see a whole bunch of dorks willing to put their lives on the line to, uh, to combat a, a gun owner. <laughs> I I see that not working out in their favor. Um, I would assume that they're going to train them just like they would any other federal agent. But at the same point, it's like they're dealing with fucking taxes. It's boring. Like You're going to get like an FBI level person to get interested in in doing taxes, auditing people, and then also train to be some kind of. Tough guy with a gun and and come around and collect money. Are you insane? What well, um,
0: what makes you think they're really going to be IRS agents?
1: Right. Yeah. Good point.
0: Well, you know, when they show up at your house, I mean, it might be the last person you see. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, it's frightening. That's for sure. Uh, I think it's it's going to be intended to be another. They're going to weaponize it. Um, for sure, um, against and, and it's only going to be against us. I see that as they're not going after the mega rich people, the one percent, as they say. Uh, I think they hired all of them to take on average middle class and uh, lower middle class, and even maybe those in uh, in poverty. I think they're going to be coming after them even harder. So. But that's, you know, that's a an assumption. Uh, I think it's a pretty strong assumption, but um, or a pretty spot-on assumption. But it'll make, uh, from what I hear, it'll make the IRS larger than the Pentagon, the State Department, the FBI, and Border Patrol combined.
2: Yeah, I'm glad you said that because I was waiting to. They, the, I looked it up and it said currently they have 80,000. That's going to take him to
1: one hundred and sixty-seven thousand. Yeah, that is uh, that's considerable. That is a serious. I mean, you're doubling what the IRS already was, and um, you know, I don't know about you guys. I'm I would assume that you're probably on the same side as me when it comes to this. But it is frustrating to try to deal with the government in any capacity, whether it be the the what do they call it? The VMD, EMD, DMV, DMD? DMV. Jeez. Um,
2: well, they're called the lettering. secretary of state in, the, in Michigan. so.
1: right. Right. Um, yeah. Secretary of state up here. Secretary of shit. Uh, it's difficult to have to deal with them with that. They take, they drag their feet. They're slow. Um, but when they want money from you, it's a totally different story. They want it right now. And they're not, they're not waiting. Um, so maybe that's where these guys come in, is to, like the mob, intimidate you into uh, paying what you gotta pay. Well, the U.S.
2: owes a whole lot of money, and they're like, well, oh, we gotta get it from somewhere. So, uh, just a quick Dude. note: uh, one hundred and sixty-seven thousand. I think they say there's like two hundred and fifty million tax-paying citizens. I might be, that might be lower than that. But if there's two hundred and fifty million, that's one agent for every fifteen hundred people. Whew. So that's pretty good coverage. Everybody messing up is going to be getting audited for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about you guys. I've never been audited. I've been working since I was 16. I'm 39 now. Never been audited. My mom was audited once, but I think we're going to see an uptick in that. What do you think the population will do? you think uh, they're going to take this or you think they're, uh, they're going to rebel against this? I'll go with uh, uh, Bentley first.
0: Um, some people are not going to take that well at all. This is just like poking a the bear. These people are purposely doing things that are not normal. If for normal people, it's normal for sociopaths.
1: Yeah, yeah, I can agree to that. Um, DB, you got any input?
2: Well, pretty much the same lines he's thinking, like uh, I listen to Shapiro pretty much daily just to get some news from him. And uh, like he was saying, what's the government going to do if people just stop paying taxes at some point?
1: That and would be just, my know, kind
2: of kind of flips the system.
1: I would have a I'd have a an awake dream if that happened. Um, I would I would thoroughly enjoy that if everybody just stopped paying taxes. I'd love to see
2: what they they would do is have like some sort of emergency provision where they tax everybody one way, which would kind of be nice, you know, like if it was only income tax or something, or maybe just sales tax.
1: I mean, it'd be great for them to come to their senses and go, Oh shit, we shouldn't be doing this. That's not, um, well, you know, doing this, and this is the real shitty part is that, Obviously, where we're at right now, when it comes to um, the economy, uh, taking a shitter, we have higher than ever um, inflation, uh, gas prices, which leads to prices of all goods and services. Um, I don't know about you guys. I had my fucking uh, internet bill go up. I'm like, the fuck do you guys need more money for? You know, it's already in play for you to increase my shit dickheads you you're just providing me with internet um and it seems that way with a lot of things but no matter you you have and by the 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 poor are the ones that hurt the most when gas prices are high when inflation's high when all these other goods and services are high so you have all of these hardships on top of that you've got government printing out more money than they ever have you have um them shipping off Billions of dollars uh, to other countries, uh, Israel, Ukraine, um, the all the pork that was in the uh, Green New Deal bullshit. And then on top of that, now they're going to crack down on the taxpayer themselves. That's stupid. This is a dumb, dumb idea. But if you've read or listened to my coverage of the Protocols, And I know that uh, Bentley has read the protocols. Have you read those, um, DB?
2: No, I listened to probably at least half your episodes on them.
1: The later half is where they get into, this was the plan to absolutely undermine the economy and the currency of every major country. This seems like it's coming into fruition um in, in doing these things
2: stuff. what'd you say I said biblical stuff one currency
1: yeah yeah I think we're still headed that way um I know in COVID you know before Wait, you it, remember, it,
2: remember I was telling you about Russia and China
1: oh yeah yeah go ahead and, and tell the audience about that
2: that's kind of what I I fear happening is the U.S. losing power with the dollar, and then uh, they're I don't I know it happened just recently, but they've been stockpiling precious metals to back up their currency that they're joining to make together. I think they I think they released it already. But and you're talking about Russia back, and
1: China doing this.
2: Yeah, Russia and China. Yeah. So I just think it's eventually, spirals, spiraling into oblivion, and then those two take it. Basically, China, China taking over. But if they merge, that's half the world, basically.
1: Yeah, and that's why that's what I'm worried about when it comes to us having a civil war. Even though at times um, I almost wish for it, at times um, I think that that's the only way to uh, to fix the problems that we have. But I'm still very much um, aware. That if we were to do that, that would be the best opportunity for a country like China or a country like Russia to invade, and especially if they come together to do it, we're fucked. Europe ain't gonna do shit. I mean, they might a little bit, but they've already been having troubles with uh with Ukraine with Russia and Ukraine. You know,
2: they both kind of uh, black religion there too, so they would go together pretty good.
1: Well, uh, true. But I'd also say that Putin is seemingly has been for the last, I don't know, decade or so, been trying to reestablish the um, Christendom within Russia because he's a he's a pretty outspoken. I believe he's pretty outspoken Christian. I could be off on that, but I thought he was. Um, he's made fun of the United States for being a secular society and in moving further away from the traditional family and traditional values. Um but, for, yeah, for sure, China. China is a, uh, I mean, it's a communist state, you know. They want nothing to do with having a religion, um, and rather they're people worshiping at the altar of the uh, Chinese communist government.
0: Yeah, China doesn't want a bunch of people in China getting a different idea about something. For sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they, they don't need that
1: um no because they want ultimate ultimate control and they want submission amongst their people
2: i told you how i was accidentally making my daughter like chinese racist didn't i
1: what, say that one more time
2: racist against chinese people by accident oh <laughs> She's saying all this bad stuff about china i'm like listen i was like the Chinese people aren't, aren't, the, aren't the problem. It's their rulers. I was like, we don't, we don't have a beef with the Chinese people. She's like, oh, okay. There was like a mouse in the house. And she's like, I wish that mouse was in China. <laughs> it's like, oh, I got to curb this.
1: Yeah, you tend to have to do that with kids because, and, and I've noticed this with my son. I'll tell him something, and he's, he's terribly loyal. And he uh-huh. will take that. And next thing I know, he'll say some stuff. And I'm like, holy shit, dude, tap the brakes, bro. <laughs> Not where I wanted you to go with that. I I like the enthusiasm, but pull back the reins a little bit. <laughs> Let's reevaluate it. Um, she wishes. Yeah, a did lot of
2: bad stuff on the Emperor of China now. I wish I was happy to the Emperor of China. Okay, that works.
1: Um, I'm trying to look up this uh this article real quick. Uh, it kind of made its rounds um through the conservative circles. it's to make I don't even know I, I hate typing some search what, like some phrases so there was a gay couple that was charged two men
2: oh yeah was I know charged
1: it. yep you know about this uh, Bentley have you heard a really you strange know?
2: last name I think it starts
0: with a Z I'm gonna go with no. you,
1: two gay guys know. doesn't ring a bell yeah so two gay guys um, adopted two kids I think they were two young boys what they're like four and six or something. Um, and they adopted them and then they started making uh child porn with them. And this story had went mega viral within the, uh, like I said, the conservative circles. Uh, I know Michael Knowles was talking about it from the daily wire. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, very ew. Um, which I'm—I've said it before about um, this being an, an an issue within the gay community. Uh, you've got the what do they call them? Are they sprites or are they twinks? It's one of the two. I which are like both. Yeah, both of them. All right, then that makes sense. Why I can never remember which All one I right, did. I
2: found is. it. So the last name is Zoolock, Zulock. Z U L
1: O C K. I'm gonna type that in. Zoolock?
2: Yep. There was two boys. There's a special place in the afterlife for these kind of people.
1: Yeah.
0: So do they have Oh yeah. any history of that prior? Do you know that now? Because uh, here you go. Here's a real quick one. I'm going to work the other day and uh, somebody picked me up and we're going go to go do a job apparently far away because I'm about 12 miles from the house when I hear this guy get a call from the CPS and about something and he tells him he'll get back to him in a few hours and then I'm like, hey dude what's up with calling the CPS man? You know that's like the worst thing you could do for a kid
2: Yeah, you better be real (laughs) sure about it
0: I'm like, matter of fact they're probably better off on the street than in CPS Ain't no doubt, man. I was like, but uh, you know, but we argued, it was like really none of his business. He was just being a vindictive butthead. That's so I'm true. like, dude, you know, let me out. And he's like, what? And I'm like, yeah, let me out. I'm not working with you. I do not hang out with people like you. Let Good me you, out. <laughs> then I'm like twelve totally. miles from the house. So I'm like, damn. I didn't want to call the woman because <laughs> I didn't want to upset her right away. Right, she, she knew some of the people involved, and uh, but I was like, "What the hell?" She's like, "Dude, you yeah. called the cops. What's wrong with you?"
1: Fucking trying to get kids taken away from the parents and shit. Oh, he's yeah.
0: you know, and he's one of those people that um, <laughs> he's got a lot of problems himself. You know, like, man, you know, and here you are pointing fingers at other people. Those are the worst people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a
1: pretty strong finger to point You know, at and somebody. I know
0: the guy, too, kind of. Yeah. And I'm like, well, you know, okay, well, how would you like it if everybody knew you called it in the law and this yeah. about your Sneak. dumb ass? Which it will all come out in the end, but like I said, I don't hang out with people like him, so not my problem. I'm out of here.
1: See, I, knew I liked you. Good for you, man. <laughs> um, th- which th- it's kind of funny because that that ties into. Um, I didn't know if I wanted to get into this, but okay, let's do it. Uh, the Alex Jones case. Um, the plaintiff's attorney, Mark Bankston, had straight up asked Alex um, about his comments about the judge, Judge uh, Maya Guerra Gamble. Um, and he said, Well, you, and this is where the viral clip came from of Alex Jones. He was like, You've made claims that, um, uh, what do you say, politicians or something like that are helping or working with pedophile rings and yada, yada, yada. And, and Alex Jones's response was, um, Do you mean like Bill Clinton and his ties to Jeffrey Epstein? <laughs> and it was just phenomenal. That he had the balls to do that. But the point that was being made, he the Bankston was asking about um Jones insinuating, I guess, or pointing out that this judge, Judge Gamble, had worked with CPS in Texas. And the CPS in Texas and other places have been caught throughout the decades. Um grabbing up these kids, putting them in CPS, and then the kids being um, injected into child sex trafficking rings all throughout the major cities. Um, David Icke uh, claimed that she, or I guess he found this information somewhere, that she had actually coached parents when she was working with the CPS to give up their kids. So that was the uh, insinuation, I guess, by Alex um and i thought he answered it pretty good i just listened to the kind of the his last couple of uh uh testimonies on the stand and um i didn't really like a lot of his answers but i think that one was pretty pretty well said um i also want to point out for alex jones and for anyone certainly that i side with if i have a bias in your favor um i am totally going to understand you getting you know getting sued getting up on the stand and uh not how do i want to say this um not giving them what they want basically i am all for that because the system dude the system sucks anyway uh all sorts never of ever
0: ever ever help government <laughs> yeah. never
2: I just told never my friend that earlier today that sometimes you know it's 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 never good to lie but don't always Tell more than you need to. Yeah, right.
0: Do not help them.
2: Hey. So. Uh, guess if, is. if you can hear, let me. I'll. I'll turn it on. And let me know if you can't hear it. Could you hear that? Just barely.
1: I could hear oh, okay. the parts because I've seen the video, so I know what it's I know what it's yeah. saying.
2: Yeah. Well, but was, yeah. It was he was he had that thought up. It seemed like he was just waiting to say it. <laughs>
1: yeah. It felt like Alex was like, Are you seriously lobbing up this softball to me? I'm gonna knock this out of the park. It was so good. Um yeah, that was a shit show. For sure. It. Yeah, I mean,
0: at first, I didn't think he was in a real courtroom when he said that. That was how. I the
2: meme too. I thought it was fake.
0: I was like, "What was that?" And then, like a little <laughs> bit later, when the executor threw out the, the bombshell and all the texts, text. I was, I was like, like, "Is that real too? Did that just happen?"
1: Yeah, that I was mean. the same part. Yeah. And I didn't. I know that, like in that Alex. uh, he had, he was like, I'm sure he was surprised. Um, but he was, he was like trying to, he didn't want to give up anything, like you could sense that. With Alex. He was, and his enemies, the left, are going to look at that and they're going to go, Oh, he's lying, yeah, I guess. But he just got hit with a bombshell, he's not prepared. Um, you know, he's in a really what I guess you could look at in that is that. How many times am I going to say that word? Um, he had already lost. The, the judge had already told him that he he was guilty and told the jury that he was guilty. And he can't say that he's innocent. So he's going to lose. At that point, I, I would have thought that, like, Alex would have been like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's go after this. Yeah, this judge is a corrupt piece of shit, you know, just saying whatever he wants to at that point. Because he's going to lose anyway. You know, he could have sat up there and been like, yeah, I talked about this, which he did. And then I, re- I renege or I, uh, I went back on it and yada, 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 you know, but he didn't. He was he was still afraid, I suppose. Um, and especially at that point when they when the Bankston was like, yeah, we're going to give over all of these texts and emails to the J6 committee as well as the FBI. And it's like, there's your tie in the FBI again, fucking around. And why are they, why why did they want his shit? Well, you kind of understand. But why does January 6th want it? You know, why does the J6 committee want it? He's a big
0: name. True. Alex Jones in that thing. But how about this? I was thinking, I think I'd uh, hit the old peace pipe and then uh, had a uh, devil advocate kind of thought about Alex Jones. I was like, maybe. Is that lawyer that stupid? Or did he do that? Did he foot of the cross for alex jones so alex jones could when the appeal comes look man i had a incompetent lawyer yeah look now what we know about this judge she shouldn't even have been on there either and then that evidence will get thrown out like his text and that thing right there that will probably not even be
1: in the next appeal
2: that's what a lot of people were thinking
1: yeah um i mean if that the big reason why they didn't throw it out um, during the case is because if that were the case, then that would set precedent. I mean, the case itself is, is setting precedent, but it would have set precedent for anybody to have a lawyer and they just, quote unquote, accidentally give up information that their client didn't want them to and then get the case thrown out. So everybody would be doing that. But I do see what you're saying, and, and I've seen a lot of people a lot of uh, lawyers like uh Robert Barnes and um, Viva Frey uh talking about that, and those are two really competent lawyers, oh, and cool. uh, they were both talking about um the appeals process and you know what have you so uh
0: yeah, i have listen to the crime podcast and some of the things that get thrown
1: just blow your mind, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was a shit show for sure. But what's important, what's important about what happened to Trump, what's important about what happened with Alex Jones, Alex Jones is they're taking away. It's not just about Alex Jones. Setting that precedent will then take away your ability to practice freedom of speech, your First Amendment. I know that there are defamation laws. Um, I know that those are on the books. Those are already there that you can't necessarily defame somebody, whatever it may be. But the as the court system does, as lawyers have, they will twist and warp that and chip away your rights um, any way that they can. And you have a whole bunch of people out there who are all the more willing to take you to court over some bullshit that you might have said, and they take it as defamation. And just like this, you know, I don't see how it can be defamation if he won, he said it, and then he went back on it before they ever tried to sue him. Like, okay, you fixed it beforehand. What? how can you still claim that? I mean, I I guess I can see the point of like, well, he said it at first, and that's what hurt us. All right. But are you really responsible for what somebody else does? Because take Kyle Rittenhouse and Nick Sandman. You had people who hurt their reputation so badly that they can prove that they're n- not gonna be able to get into whatever colleges, is, which is to say that they're not gonna be able to get certain jobs that they wanted. You can prove that you it proved it with uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. Um, I think he was wanting to go to Texas A&M and they said, no, they turned him down because he was a quote unquote racist or whatever it was. So you can prove that when it came to these parents, Sure, I guess. I mean, that's what I've heard. Um, And people were sending them death threats and things like that. Okay. I mean, you can prove that people did that. But can you prove that Alex Jones sent them to do that? He said something. But did it really hurt their reputation to the point where you could claim a, a, a loss? You could claim that their reputation was actually skewered? And that's the problem that I, I see with this court case. Um, what do you guys think? Uh, we'll go with D.B. Cooper first.
2: It just kind of reminds me of the same thing with what they did in Trump with this uh, raid. It's just, it's just like tarnishing the image, you know. They came after Alex Jones so many times and he just kind of brushes them off.
1: Yeah, it's... Uh, and then like the
2: fact that they like, kept the number keep going up on how much he owes in the settlement and yet they can only get like a million and a half just yeah because it's just just like an optics thing yeah
1: right yeah and and for some reason they can then use that later as oh well they were awarded x amount of money but they only got so much um benton how do you think
0: um you know, Alex has uh when I was listening to him back at that time, I would say like 98, 99% of what was coming out of his mouth was true, but you know, he really dropped the ball on that story, but there are some people that are like really, interested. So in you know, I could see him pushing their buttons to, I don't know why, you know, people go do things like that anyway. I can't wrap my head around it, but. You know, but he also eventually was like, "No, I didn't. That was all wrong." You know, like you were talking about earlier. You know, he they didn't plant dirt a little seed until after he admitted he was wrong.
1: Yeah, and that was even really taken into consideration, even though he said it numerous times in the court case. He he went so far as to invite both Neil Henslin. Uh, or Heslin and scarlett lewis onto his show to where i'm more than certain he would have been like you know go ahead and let me have it and i'll apologize and you know whatever maybe even set up a uh <clears throat> some kind of uh, donation for both of them or whatever it may be um as we're talking about this i don't know if you guys are on twitter um but i have seen on twitter many a day many a time just logging in there is a promotion of i don't i can't remember what the organization is called but it's all of the um supposedly all of these newtown families um, of the the victims it's all of their families that are on there that are all trying to uh, get whatever bill passed to get rid of ar-15s and I thought about it, and given, sure, you could find twenty people out there that would be against this, but or, or I'm sorry, be against people owning an AR-15, especially if it was, you know, a, a somebody's kid that had gotten harmed. But I really have a, I really wrestle with it in the sense that not one of them thought, "Hey, we're taking away people's rights to defend themselves." That certainly not all gun owners are like adam lanza adam lanza is an exception in the sense that and not a good exception but an exception in the sense that he went and did an evil thing where we don't think that all gun owners especially all people that own an ar-15 um do this and we're taking away their ability or attempting to take away their ability to own this gun and to defend themselves which what is never pointed out at least in the mainstream media is how many times people use guns, and in many cases, the AR-15, to defend themselves uh, successfully. And I've heard the number, and I don't like the number because, and I I don't know why it's it's this big of a gap, but it's anywhere between 500,000 and 3 million. And I think that's a year. I could be off on that, but I think it's a year that people defend themselves with guns. Successfully, so guns being used to, in in a good sense, to defend people from an oncoming attacker, you know, and that's never brought up. But the numbers like pretty
2: far apart on this. On the search I did real quick it says five hundred thousand to three million, but I, I know Shapiro always says at least a million plus, maybe two million plus. I think is what he says.
1: Yeah. It's and I don't like that. I don't like that it's such a large gap there. But what makes me, I guess, if I could, if I had to try to really pinpoint it, I think it's a big part to do with the um, number of cases that are reported and how they're reported, as in the whatever law enforcement agency that's taking in the information and how they record it. I think that's probably why there's such a, a large gap between reported cases of 500 thousand to maybe three million well
0: that's an awful lot Hell yeah. of them because i I listened to uh a guy named brian suits who's a uh, dj or a radio personality in seattle in the morning and he's up on things like this so that's why i meant to go look but uh he said more people are killed by fist in america than guns no matter, including all the mass shootings and all that, every year, more people die from fist. Sure.
2: Well, a huge Um, part of the the gun homicide rate is suicides too. It's something way above homicides.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. 20,000 or something. When they say gun deaths, they certainly don't, like, because context matters, they don't take into consideration how many of those gun deaths are suicides, and you can't really claim that that's like a a mass shooting or you know some kind of I don't know nefarious uh, use of a gun other than obviously using it on themselves. But if they didn't have a gun and they were serious about killing themselves, they would have used another way. So you got to kind of take that one out of the mix. So you have uh, suicides, and then you also have gang activity, which is basically a whole bunch of criminals who have guns that according to our laws, shouldn't have guns. And so you group them in together with this group of gun deaths.
2: And you're talking about Chicago.
1: (laughs) I'm talking about just about every major city and all the major gangs that are within them, the Bloods, the Crips, all those dickheads. And that's not an accurate depiction of actual gun deaths in terms of when the left uses those stats against us. To say, oh, all these all these shootings are happening. It's like, yeah, but those people are already criminals. Yeah,
0: and those it, are there because of your policies, dummy. Yes,
1: yes, absolutely. But they won't ever so take a uh,
2: This is from Pew Research, so this is at least reputable. There was uh, yeah. 45,000 gun deaths in 2020, and uh, 50, 54 were suicides. 43 were, uh, murder. So it was, uh, I know I got the numbers
1: here. Is that percentage? Yeah.
2: 20, yeah 24,000 by suicide and 19,000 murders.
1: Jeez. That's a lot of suicide. suicide. Yeah. suicide. Yeah, yeah. So suicide is up. Yeah. Oh, sadly. It's keep going up. Well, when, you know, when you've made some mistakes, um, you know, in, in your life choices and then things get bleak, you know, and then on top of that, you've got these outside stimulus in terms of like inflation and gas prices and loss of job because of, I don't know, a lockdown. Um, yeah, that's going to lead some people to doing some drastic uh, final f- things, you know, like committing suicide. Sad. Yeah, fucking super sad, especially people without, you know, they feel like they don't have friends or family around that they can, they can, uh, put a a head on somebody's shoulder. Um, do you guys know who Patty Pimblett is? No, I I can't remember. Patty Pimblett is a lightweight, I think it's lightweight, uh, MMA fighter who looks like he's more than likely going to be fighting for the, the championship sometime in the, in the near future. Is he a leprechaun? Oh yeah, I do like no. him. He's an Englishman. He is uh he's from I thought was like a
0: girl for some reason when you first started. I was with
1: woman. Oh yeah, Patty P-A-T-T-Y. No, it's P A T I was thinking of some little
0: hottie for some reason. I don't
1: know why. And then all <laughs> a of a sudden lady. I'm like, well, I'm sorry, did he just say a dude named Patty? <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's uh he's a really good Really good fighter, man. He's he's uh he just oh, yeah. overcame and took his test.
0: That's like being and, named Sue. Uh,
1: yeah. After um after the match, uh in his in his statement or whatever, he uh pointed out that he had a friend that had just committed suicide like a week or two before that. And um, you know, he talked about how he, how, you know, amongst men we have this idea that we can't talk about our feelings and this, that, and the other, and much rather have his friend cry on his shoulder than have to go to his funeral in a week or whatever he said. So it's even affecting, you know, big stars like that out there that, you know, they got friends that feel this way, you know, um, I've had suicide effects, uh, my life, not obviously me, but, um, you know, having family members who, uh, decided to do that. And it sucks, man. I mean, obviously, but, uh, something that's is, uh, hard to get over, you know, you don't have closure. Uh, you know, you go on to think even me with, with who it was for within my family, it was, uh, it was like, man, could I have called them and like made a difference, you know, even though you, you know, better that you more than likely weren't going to, but it's still, you know, you'll always have that question in your head, like, could I have called at this exact moment that would have changed their mind, or whatever it may be. But sadly, it's just something that I don't know. I don't know what the answer is to that. You know,
0: whenever somebody pops into my head out of the blue, I usually try to contact them. Yep. I always
2: yeah. tell people if somebody's important to you and you you think of them and and you appreciate something about them if they're not with you or if they are with you, just make sure you tell them because there's a reason you feel that feeling.
0: Yeah. I'll just call or reach out something.
2: Well, yeah, you soon. know, sudden life happens. If, uh, you know, it may, like the way my dad, my dad died the last time I seen him, you know, I made a choice to hang out with him and not really do anything. And that was the last time I ever got to hang out with him. And, that makes me feel really good you know it wouldn't have changed our relationship but the fact that i chose to hang out with my dad and not really do anything versus go to a party with my friends you know
1: yeah for anybody that thinks my show is all negative there you go It's pretty positive you know message i think
0: yeah. well can i can i bring them
1: down for hey, a you can, yeah You've already bummed me out once in the show. All right, well, go ahead. <laughs> I,
0: well, I think maybe you and I talked about it, about the, um, <clears throat> the casket maker who was like, his business was off the charts. And then not to mention, it was like he was making like, he was like way behind and trying to get more kid coffins. Like, and that yeah. would be coffins less than five foot. Ugh. And I'm like, what? And I even saw him. And he was, uh, that was the one he said it was COVID, right?
1: Yeah, yep, I remember him.
0: Tried to play the video or something. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, And a lot of that was suicide. Jeez, with kids, man.
2: Yeah, that's what worries me the most about that COVID thing. I've heard some mental health experts say that the strain it put on kids is frightening what's going to happen in the next few years yeah
0: have you you heard the uh audio of the guy that called and talked to the pharmacist that told his wife that there wasn't any side effects and the kid like got the um the heart thing like a couple days later
2: myocardial yeah thank you
1: i have not heard that no
0: and she's like well we Tell them that's because they we don't want to scare them. We want them to take that vaccine. <laughs> and she yeah. said that. Jeez,
2: man! And I mean, he, he, it
0: I went on it for like Chish- ten minutes.
2: I told Chizzy Chish- the other day about how the head of the CDC didn't even, won't even take the vaccine.
1: Oh yeah, the um,
2: Ethiopian Shit, guy. Yeah. Bro, I don't know. Damn it! What's the name of that
1: guy? I remember reading that.
2: And Michael Knowles knows just was talking today about they released new COVID guidelines. And like the second thing in the guidelines says that unvaccinated and vaccinated people should uh, treat it the same way. So the vaccination basically does not matter.
1: Albert,
0: <laughs> unless you ooh. took it.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Wait, was that the C- the Pfizer CEO? No, that was the World Health Organization.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was misquoting. It wasn't CDC. It was WHO.
1: Yeah. All right. World Health. World Health. Organization. Yeah, that was a we, little we, while
0: ago. I wonder if you're. Find his uh, obituary too now. Didn't take the vaccine. Who? the Ethiopian fella. Was so that it was it a, was a that. little while
2: back. Okay.
0: I was just making kind of a joke. <laughs> it's,
2: just, it's just ridiculous, though. It's like, why wouldn't the friggin' head of the who take it? And he said something about, like, Ethiopia, like, they need it more than him or something, or... It wasn't like religious reasons or anything. It's just like, yeah, okay. Well, I'm not interested in it either, obviously.
1: Was it the World Health Organization? It says there's one. There's an article from Yahoo that I first got, which said that the Pfizer CEO, Alberta Bourla, uh, didn't take it. You might assume the CEO.
2: the general director general yeah. oh all right yeah. Ed Haneman. I can't even start to say his last name Adler- type it and this says, three, this says three days ago it says it's a false claim but
1: yeah he's I'm seeing a picture video, it, he's, he's on the so video saying
2: see. it so unless you got it between now and then Oh, the
1: one I'm thinking about was a while ago. Tedros adhanam yeah. Yeah, that was a better than me. Anyway, yeah, I had heard that too. Um, I didn't know how true it was. I mean, it, it doesn't surprise me. Why would you take this thing that you know is killing people? Um,
2: seemingly, well, most with the poison. It's not effective.
1: So, yeah, absolutely.
2: It was at least more effective than the psychotic uh, drugs that they just found out about. anti that?
1: Oh yeah, I heard something about that recently.
2: They said they did a study and it said 86% of those drugs were ineffective, or as effective as the placebos. Lovely. Um, you know, 86% of the people are getting just side effects.
1: Yeah. Fucking people, man. Shit, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. No, I mean, um, how's it go with the vaccines? That at, at the beginning, you they were going to stop you from getting uh, sick. They were going to stop you from getting it, stop you from spreading it. And then it was it's not going to stop you from spreading it, but it would stop you from getting it. It's not going to stop you from getting it, but it's going to make it less severe. And then it was it's not going to make it less severe. But you're not going to die. And it was, <laughs> you're not going to die. Or no, you are going to die, but you're not going to go to hell.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're <laughs> going to die, but it's not going to be from COVID.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, it's useless. It's absolutely useless. And um, and yet people are still taking it, getting all their boosters and shit. Fucking retards.
2: Did so I find you um, that video of that? Uh, it was one of the developers of the RNA one. And he was saying how that it was – I don't think – I think he was one of the developers, but, like, he was getting patients, um, having, like, shortness of breath, and they were uh, healthy. And he was finding that over and over, and he thinks that in the next few years there's going to be, like, mass deaths from it. And he was saying that, uh, like, the way it disables the cells and then replicates it, they they never uh, fix themselves after that, so you just end up getting – like endless, uh, like, uh, compromised cells.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can see that for sure. Um, I mean, there was a lot of people that, you know, they had some viral videos that were going around. Um, there's one guy, I can't remember his name. I think he was out in California and he went to one of these councils, council, uh, town councilors, or whatever. And he claimed that everybody would, you know, these people would start dying in six months kind of le- looking like he could have been right you know uh there's been a lot of rumors that people were going to start dying in in uh x amount of years you know whether it be five years or whatever it may be um that's an uncomfortable un- uncomfortable conversation to have with people that you know and care for that have gotten the vaccine i have yeah. very many of them um i mean i'm safe from it <laughs> i never got that stupid thing so uh i think but uh
2: I think Noel said, too, that there was a study that had been done that, uh, like, uh, 60% of the women who had gotten the vaccine were experiencing irregular periods and stuff since Yeah, I heard that. Fertility issues.
1: It was making a lot of people sterile, too. Um, They weren't able to have babies. Uh, really kind of uh,
0: uh, there's a uh, cluster of uh, businessmen in my hometown who have all gotten cancer here
1: recently yeah cancer numbers have gone up for sure uh,
0: yeah a friend of mine listed off a bunch of them and i was like holy hell man okay
1: right
0: so like, <laughs> that's quite
1: an awful lot see what i mean about having your detective hat on you know for everybody there's just some people that are lack that you know they can't put two and two together it's like yeah that might be because of this fucking experimental drug that you got put in your body um and you wanted it and you keep putting it in there
2: i mean one of the earliest Um, things i've seen was the results of my grandpa getting the polio vaccine and suffering from polio from it i mean that was 75 years ago, but still, like, I remember his hands were all twisted up, and I was like, "Asked my mom one time, how that happened to him? And she's like, from the polio vaccine. Jeez. And I'm sure they tested that for, I want to say, at least 15 years.
1: Alex Jones talks a lot about the polio vaccine actually giving people polio and also killing people, you know? Um, yeah. I've read some didn't...
0: other things about that, saying that um, it was something completely different. That was doing that, they never actually oh really um fixed anything, I mean they'll give you a polio vaccine, but there was something we were doing as a a nation that we stopped doing almost all of a sudden, you know, like kind of like washing our hands or something as simple as that. that was just well, one we... theory that these people came down to it was really this, and the whole polio vaccine was all b s
1: um yeah it doesn't it, it, it my um my wife's grandmother has uh she passed away about 7 months ago 7 8 months ago and uh she she was a pretty level-headed lady um she had suffered from colitis and um she had had polio when she was a kid and she got the vaccine and it cured her of polio so oh, she wow. was very yeah. She was supportive of the vaccines and, um, she ended up getting this one and she one night, um, not too long after getting the vaccine one night, um, they're on vacation and they had to take her to the hospital. Uh, the doctor said that her colitis had acted up and, um, I mean within 12 hours she turned septus or sepsis and, um, She ended up passing away she my my wife and her mom made it just in time uh i mean this is something that's really bothered my wife and my wife is a pretty staunch republican and isn't uh she isn't very fond of conspiracies um but you know being married to me (laughs) she's uh she's changed her views somewhat and um this one especially she's she was she didn't really want to, you know, announce to me right off the bat that this is what she was thinking. But eventually she came around to think, you know, that it had something to do with the vaccine. Um, and obviously, you know, and I, I, I handle that with, you know, very cautiously. And it's not like I shove it down her throat or anything, but, um, you know, it's uh, even for to have somebody like my wife turn around and go, you know i think that this has something to do with that damn vaccine because she was fine she dealt with this colitis very well her grandmother for years maybe even decades um she did really well with it and the treatment that she was getting and all of a sudden she gets this fucking vaccine and next thing you know she turns septic sepsis one night septic one night and um and ends up dying you know no more than 24 hours later <clears throat>
2: You know? It's a tough place, though, because, like, the olds were probably, like, the only ones who should have been getting the vaccine. But, like, in the same breath, like, that's why I was real hesitant about it because there's no one cure-all for everybody. You know, that's something I've learned over time is everybody is different. So if there's going to be a certain amount of people that something works for and then doesn't remotely work for them. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it was really a
1: – when you look at it and you see doctor people who claim to be medical experts and doctors or whatever that have never seen you or me and they're demanding that we be given this medication that we didn't need you know and to look at it that way it's as basic as that is it's pretty astounding um that we allowed for that to happen you know i mean obviously you and me all three of us you know it's not like we were on that side but we as in the general population you know allowed for that to happen is is pretty yeah. uh pretty nutty
2: the mob was like a couple of clicks away from like quarantining everyone who wasn't vaccinated right was, that's what that's what scared me the most about that whole situation was i didn't think it was gonna escalate to a unfixable situation but the way that everybody fell in line and just ate up the narrative from the media was like it was just religion.
1: Yeah. It really let me down.
0: Go ahead. It was, it was frightening. I was just like, what in new world. But <clears throat> that was just what I was seeing. I was not experiencing it here in Florida at all. Yeah. I mean, you, there you was a few had, Looney
1: Tunes, I suppose. You guys had a good governor, <laughs> you know? What's what's your governor out there in, uh where you're at, DB?
2: I think he's gay.
1: <laughs> well, he talks Poles, like
2: a pole smoker. But we have an awesome friggin' Lauren Boebert.
1: Is she out of Colorado? I didn't know that.
2: Yeah. yeah. Why Dude, do I know, like... I know her name? I I know it in a good thing. She she was trying to carry her gun in the Congress. I don't know if they let her or not, but she was pushing for that. Okay, I yeah. think
0: I've seen her in Congress a few times, talking about things, raising hell about oh. this or that. She's like, she a like, congresswoman.
2: Me. I, mean, I, 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 got a couple of chats with her on uh, Facebook, but then I found out she was married. I was like, "Yep, I'm out of the running."
1: Yeah, she's a cutie, dude. For yeah, sure.
2: She's got great values, and she's very outspoken. She yelled yeah. at somebody not long ago. Who was that?
1: Oh, she yelled at Biden. Well he was uh talking about those how many soldiers was it that came back? Remember know, when he checked yeah, it? Yeah. And she yelled at him on the on the uh Congress floor.
2: Five foot.
1: Yeah. And she got some balls, dude. I I'll give it to her, man. She's a good one.
2: Yeah, when she talks, she's 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 straight to the point and makes good points.
1: And she goes, I mean, dude, she goes on like I think she's been on Infowars. I'm pretty certain that she's been on Elijah Schaefer show. Uh, Slightly offensive. She's that before, and she's I think pretty good friends with uh, MTG. Um, you know, she's uh, she's she's a good one. I like her.
2: Colorado's kind of a weird place because it's super liberal in these cities here, but the, the outskirts, like the country, not like the the mountains and stuff, is all real. Uh, conservative so yeah strange well it's Uh, it's
1: almost like little california because so many californians went out there when they ran away from their problems that they started out there in cali and uh at least that's the story that i had always gotten um
2: we got some of the worst abortion laws here too
1: yeah i've uh i've had some clients from colorado and one of them was telling me that that story of like yeah it was a great place until all these fucking liberals came in she's she said that specifically she's like all oh, these fucking liberals came in from california and then turned it shitty
0: they started off in like durango
1: yeah So what they're doing in deck or in texas now i think that's more of a that was more of like a an intent i think um to try and turn texas blue and bring in people prior to the ones that left more like within the past five years like joe rogan and shit when they left to go to texas um i think that was a separate thing and i think uh prior to that it was like a a, a political ploy to try and turn one of the reddest states um that the united states has ever seen into a a blue state
0: Well, yeah that's why they're trucking out the immigrants now (laughs) Yeah.
1: yeah um oh dude abbott i'm sure you guys may have heard about this but abbott um, ended up, what, what did he send? Four thousand. Uh, he bust four thousand illegal aliens from Texas to what was it? New York and DC, D-C- and, and New- DC New York. and New York. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Fucking all right, dude. Showing he's got some spine. I like it. He's got spunk. Um, and then who was it? Was it the mayor of New York? Yeah, uh, Adams. Yeah, that fucker. Um, yesterday I think it was. Uh, got in front of a podium and said, uh, we're going to send some people down to Texas and, and uh, start door knocking to get, who I don't know, Abbott out of office or whatever. And Abbott's response was, uh, what did he say? I'm your Huckleberry? Is that what he said?
2: I did not hear it. I didn't though. hear that, but I like
1: that. Yeah, dude, <laughs> which is funny. I don't know if that was what he said. I might be wrong on that. But uh, I just showed, I just had my son watch uh, Tombstone for the first time yesterday. Cool.
0: He loved it. I was gonna say because nobody says that better than Val Kilmer, though. Oh,
1: dude, that was—I don't know about you guys—that I think that was Val Kilmer's best role was his Doc Holiday man.
2: Oh, he—that was—he owned that. I liked him in uh, Heat also.
1: You know, I never watched Heat all the way through. I watched it like halfway. Yeah. I need to watch it. Yeah.
0: You know, sometimes I thought he was the only one acting in Heat. I'm yeah, the
2: douche. Pacino and De Niro are, specifically yeah. De Niro. Yeah, um,
1: I don't know how much I've heard from Pacino, but uh, uh certainly De Niro is a fucking lib, man. He oh, is. God. He is the worst.
0: I can't I'm even talking- watch The Godfather now.
1: I know. He's like, for him to I think he really thinks that he is the characters that he plays. And it's like, you're not, dude, you're a drama nerd. You came from money. Your mom and dad spoiled you, you know? Um, you're not a tough guy, but you know, he's, I guess he's Italian. So he thinks he is.
2: You know what I say? I say that if you, if you're an asshole in real life and you're cool in the movies, you're good. You're a good actor. So. Good point. It's, it's
1: tough.
2: Like, I, I think Tom Cruise is an absolute lunatic, but they are replaying like I was talking about those anti meds when he was talking yes. to Matt Lauer, talking about how dangerous they were and it's like, oh, well, you know, way to go, Tom Cruise, you were on right on that one, I guess. And
1: he was, you know, he, but who's so, like it, it was how he approached that too, I think that turned a lot of people off because he was like, You really don't aggressive. know this. he was almost too aggressive for that. You know, well, had it, he made isn't
2: Matt Lauer kind of a POS?
1: Yeah, Matt Matt Lauer's a kind. So so maybe he knew that going in. So maybe he's like, "I
2: (laughs) want this interview, but I don't like Lauer, so maybe I'll get angry."
1: Yeah, I mean, I guess you could kind of compare that to the uh, Alex Jones and um, what's that English guy's name that he did a interview with? Gosman.
0: Pierce Pierce Pierce,
1: Morgan. Pierce
2: Morgan. Morgan. Not James Bond.
1: (laughs) Yeah, not James Bond. Um, that was kind of like that. Cause Alex went in fucking hard, dude. <laughs> he screaming. Oh uh, shit!
2: That's the thing. Gavin's always talking about too is how the, the left and right won't talk to each other anymore, and that's a big part of the divide. Yeah. Well, yeah. You, for sure. You can't.
0: You know, it started like you know, like two years ago. I was in Orlando and was just around all the yoga, smoothie, vegetable-eating. Construction dudes. <laughs>
2: I used to live there. That's an interesting town.
0: Oh man, and um, yeah, I couldn't talk to them. It was um, it was a debate every time, and they and several times they told me I was an awesome devil's advocate, and I'm like, no, I'm a god advocate, thank you, because they were also. <laughs> yoga so they're Buddhist
1: oh yeah yeah um, I don't know about you guys but I, I've almost all but given up to even talk to the left um, really just because it's like it, I got to and I don't know if it's my age or what it is but it's they're not one side changed one side changed and went so far in a different direction and became so so well they're you?
2: to the point of wishing death yeah literally so certain people they would like to die
0: yeah and i was one of them i was one of those people <laughs> they wished would just go ahead and die because you know what do you mean you're not going to take the vax i'm like what do you mean you took it <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> you know i'm like hello what are you yeah. talking about have you been paying
1: attention yeah i think that's a good point because i don't want them to die but yeah Um, but I don't, I don't want to talk to them either because it's, it's like, I, we have a finite amount of time on this earth and, um, we should spend it trying to certainly make things better. And I get the argument of like, well, you know, you should try and change minds to make if, if you've got something good, you know, share it with others. I agree with that, but there's also a limit because they don't, they, they will not come over to your side. They won't listen to reason rationale logic common sense they they're team players and they will play for that team and they will and they're loyal i'll give them that they're loyal but it's it's become such an obnoxious ridiculous place amongst them that they they just won't hear the other side and you you'll waste your time you know doing it
0: no um, be- uh yeah the um um An example, when, before Biden was president and uh, the guy was like, what's wrong with Biden? You know, because he was saying Trump was a racist. And I was like, well, (laughs) oh, Biden's a racist, dude. Uh, How about his, you know, 1994 uh, crime bill, you know,
2: or the racial jungle quote? Yeah. Yeah, So
0: he immediately uh, Googled me and got back to. To answering that and he's like yeah it was strom Thurmond," and i'm like yeah and don't even get me started on that racist dude i was like that law right there could put the black man in jail from that day forward they were mm-hmm. down i was like you know bam just like that that was all black man yeah and he wanted to say you know argue with me about how i was wrong about that and i'm like dude come on but no yeah Oh, Biden was just this old man, this simple old man. What's wrong with me for not liking him? Was the whole take on all of them. Wow. (laughs) But they sit in front of CNN all day long. I would only be in like a house or something for a few minutes. But it was on all day, every day. Is what they listen to.
1: Yeah, at the airports. Didn't they lose that contract? I thought they lost the contract to uh cnn to show in the airport cnn and msnbc i think the airports i think i heard that somewhere what were you saying db Mm
2: uh i like gavin's approach like and i think the way i approach it with people i really don't know and also with like family members where it's like kind of confrontational is just to like drop little little bits of truth here and there that to try and invoke thought not necessarily like establish a side just like you know there's this too and uh you know it just seems kind of strange that they approach it from this angle whereas this is the actual story you know and just yeah. like approaching it from a neutral I, I think it's more uh effective of people you're close with you know like specifically me and my sister's relationship got real strained with the whole blm thing and everything and she's slowly coming back around and that's all i had that's all, that's all i was doing with slowly giving her a little bits of truth about what was going on in the world you
1: know yeah i i um well as much as i don't it, it, maybe i should say it like i like this that i don't want to talk to him but i can't help myself at times either like more i am i'm more than happy to participate in the debate um but i think I think that that is a good approach too, because you're right. It is about approach in the sense of um, having a, a non-confrontational, uh, kind of like what I, I was talking about. Yeah, like a thought-provoking um, uh, injection of a of a of an idea, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and also from like. A lot a,
2: by stats too. If you have some random stats, you can throw out that are credible. That's yeah, what, like that, a real hooked on that stuff
1: an unthreatening comment you know
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um and what i mean by that is not like i'm gonna kill you or something to that effect but more so like coming from an uh um an unthreatening standpoint if that makes sense like you know not not neutral yeah like a neutral standpoint
2: you you know yeah you have no opinion on the issue you're just trying to state the facts of what happened and
1: Right. Almost like making a question out of it, you know, like asking them, hey, did you hear about this? Or, you know, is this right? You know, or whatever it may be.
2: So, I mean, it it seems more practical to use on people that are important for you because you're going to want to have little things lined up to say that are just like interjection versus random people. But that's pretty much how I approach it is. If I get a chance to throw some facts out there and make them think about stuff, that seems like the best option
1: it's that's a good point um i think when i was doing it to you know down in when i was in tennessee around all them uh all the democrat family members that i had down there uh they i was kind of already at a dis not a disadvantage but in terms of like trying to make them you know provoke different thoughts because they already knew where i stood you know um so it was kind of harder to come about it that way even though i did change my approach in the sense that i was just genuinely asking questions to see where they were and they were catching themselves up, but I don't know if it was necessarily doing anything in the sense of like them wanting to um, accept it, you know, accept the fact that they just fucked themselves over with the things that they were saying. And I'm not talking about brain. Brain is great. Uh, Brain is a normal person. I have family members down there that, and not all of them, but I have quite a few that are just, I don't know if they'll ever come back, man. And it's well, sad. There's,
2: there's an obvious reason why they're being misled, too, because they're following fake facts. You know, the news yeah. is telling people fake stuff. And it's, it's like not surprising people are wrong about things or taking the wrong stance because they're being led astray. Right. Flat out lied to.
0: Well, how about this? This is where <laughs> it started in Orlando, but I've got to use this across the board i suppose but eventually you know it comes up because i will throw out a stat or two and uh then it'll eventually come up to you know well what makes you know me smarter than all their experts that they're hearing from <laughs> and i was like okay well number one i have discernment and then of course it's an atheist so i tell him immediately i was like i don't know if you have that but i got that because i believe in god that was kind of a gift and i was like and that lets me know somebody's lying to <laughs> i was like and in a second i got critical thinking i was like that lets me add up the numbers i can see what's going on you know i can catch on real quick and then I got deductive reasoning, and that just lets me know if you're full of crap. Yeah. And it usually leaves them thinking about it for a minute.
1: <laughs> I yeah, like, I and all that going in, on. I think there is something to be said about making an argument that is is so ironclad that you know there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, look at look at what Matt Walsh did with his "What Is a Woman" documentary. You know. Um, there was, a, there was a tranny that um, he approached and talked to on the street. And he'd asked them the question, what is a woman? And it went down the same kind of uh, pathway that the, all the rest of them did. But really? the guy, the yeah, the tranny said, uh, well, I'm not a woman, so I can't tell you. It's, it's up to a woman. And he goes, okay, are you a cat? And he was like, no. He was like, well, can you – say that you know a cat isn't a cat or a cat is a cat and the, the guy just walked away i think he even said i can't answer that and it was like it's such an iron i mean it's so simple but it's such an ironclad argument um or maybe even a question they i don't, don't even know want
0: anything. to answer that
1: they don't want to because if they do then they're going to erode yeah their nose. head
0: will explode right in front of yeah. you
1: well, and a lot of those did, man. Just watching the clips that I have from that documentary, it's just it's it's enraging. I give him all the credit in the world for not reaching across the space between him and these people that he interviewed and just beating the shit out of them. You know, there's the the one gay professor from wherever the fuck he was from. The attitude on that piece of shit, you know, it, it would make it it just made me want to fucking reach into the screen and and choke him. You know, for being such a a pompous smug um authoritarian piece of shit you know um that's all four kids getting mutilated mutilated and um injecting these chemicals into their bodies that'll that will uh damage them for the rest of their life they don't fucking know there's no studies of long-term they effects did. of
2: they just you know, said something about the puberty blockers did you hear that
1: yeah that's what i was getting to yeah okay, the fucking. Yeah puberty blockers like there's no long long-term studies on that and the effect of it and that cannot be good for a kid especially if they're like one day uh-huh. i don't know what i was doing i want to go back to what i was you're fucked you've, you've got tits like you're never going to get rid of those things you know all well, i can do it, is just
0: it, thank god that i wasn't born at this time because my dad wouldn't murder people he did uh, he'd have murdered people Fact. I know he would have. I'm not making that up. I know he would have in this situation. If I would have come home and just told him that one of my teachers helped me figure out I was something
1: else, my dad would have flipped his wig. Shit, yeah. I don't know what I would like, do if I found out that some pervy-ass fucking teacher was there, doing there. that to the kids.
0: Well, I know you're not allowed to call the school and complain about it.
1: Yeah, I don't you know, know if ridiculous. I'd call it
0: that's when you uh, a
1: statement about
2: pack it.
0: up and move to another state. Yeah. That's what or we got did.
2: Uh, what I was asking specifically is that it was the FDA who released a statement about the puberty blockers, and they said that it was uh, causing brain swelling.
1: Oh. Uh, Shocker.
0: Yeah, it's because... Uh, if I'd have been taking something like that when I was a kid and wouldn't have been masturbating, I'm sure something would have exploded on me. (laughs) Oh
1: man. Yeah, man. These kids, dude. I mean that on top of like having all the devices that they have having, um, you know, the internet just, they're born into it. You know, they didn't see a time. Um, We started rewatching Malcolm in the Middle. And it's so funny because that was all prior to the Internet, you know, Uh, not necessarily prior to the Internet, but prior to people having computers in the house, you know. Um, And my son loved it. And now my daughter loves it. And it's just funny to watch these kids. There's one point where all the brothers, there's four of them at this point, all the brothers are together and the parents are gone and they're watching golf. And, uh, one of the brothers is just like, come on, he's the oldest one. He's like, come on, let's go outside and do something. And it was like, Holy shit. I remember those times. I remember, you know, let's leave the house, you know, we're kids now. It's like, I'm not saying that doesn't ever happen, but more than likely they're like, let's jump on, you know, the video game of whatever, whatever device and play a game. And, you know, zone out while in the house and it's like, fuck, dude, that is that's gotta See, be such go ahead. I
0: I don't know why we don't have our kids at this point walking around in their high school or their elementary school with Google eyes and building rocket ships and other things right now, you know, like I've always thought if we're ever got a chance to be better people, it would be the kids, you know, growing up and making the world better by making that flying car that runs on i don't know baloney or whatever you know mm-hmm. but you got to give them the tools to work with but they, the only tools they're getting now is now let's talk about your gender yeah now, apparently you can't do that here in florida good
2: good first step
1: back to normalcy
2: well, i think you just said you can't you can't talk about if the teachers can't talk about their
0: but, yeah, they that's can't great. talk about, like, their weekend and things like that.
2: You can't say gay, either. <laughs> can't say gay, Bill. What a fucking...
1: I, man, that's... They're good at that. I, 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 know, good at I don't think bit. it was being gay.
0: It was about being trans. You couldn't talk about being trans.
1: Yeah, but the Democrats came out to say it's a... To, to call it the... You can't say gay, Bill. Gay, Bill. Yeah. Yeah, but... And I mean, and normal people know that that's not what it is.
0: our kids should be in school with everything, you know, music, all of that stuff. And
1: come on, <laughs> yeah, I mean, push them towards, or at least guide them towards, you know, um, am- having ambition and 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 being creative and things like that. I mean. I feel like me and my wife do a pretty good job. Uh, you know, I just went on a bike ride with my daughter yesterday. Uh, she loves doing that. My son the same. We had to get, I had to get him a new tube, inner tube for his back tire and got that, got pegs. Dude, my son's got a a, a bike that I would have fucking I I I would have done anything for. It has pegs on the front uh both sides of the front um tire or wheel and the back wheel. You know, it's got a the handlebar that you can spin around and it doesn't get the the brake wires uh, caught up and shit. I mean, dude, I would have been out fucking jumping everything with that thing, you know, like back in the day, dude. I remember times when me and the, the kids in the neighborhood would all jump on bikes and there would be one bike without a fucking seat on it and it would make its rounds, you know, like you got to switch off every whatever. Is this, did you guys go through that? I remember having this shit happen. <laughs> the one there i don't know how i ended
0: up with one but it wasn't long i'm pretty sure about that
1: yeah, yeah you take Maybe one good somebody else's house
2: <laughs>
1: you have one oh, good man. fucking bump and and uh you'd know to never do that shit again <laughs> you know you never want to ride that fucking bike again oh, um but uh shit dude we used to make tree forts we used to play in the in the um the woods i mean we'd get into all sorts of crazy shit now country your city though say that say that again Country or city where i was we were up in um it was like uh like a um what was close city oh brighton we were like up over by brighton i remember that and then when i was down in tennessee we were fucking we were in the country no matter really where you went you know so um yeah, you could, but there's something that changed too, is that, and maybe I'm, I'm part of this problem, but I don't really like my kids going out, you know, it's like without me where I can't see them, certainly not my daughter, but my son, and we've, we've allowed for, you know, that to kind of change a little bit, you know, we can leave the house where my son's home by himself, he's 12, I think I was 10 or 11 when that, when uh, they started doing that, but I, I know back in my day, our day, um, you were left alone at like fucking eight, Eight, nine, ten, something like that. You know, parents parents were a lot a lot more lenient. A back more lax, day. yeah. Hell yeah! I,
0: I had a uh, babysitter. Yeah, my mom she didn't leave us alone very often. <laughs> and actually, it was old Maria, and she had polio. Oh shit! Yeah, it comes back to that.
1: Yeah, that's the theme of this episode: is polio. <laughs> Yeah, I
0: don't think, uh, I can't recall her story. I knew it at one point. I knew it, but that's been a while. Yeah. It was definitely was a different kid. time. Yeah, I think a... about it. Elementary school. You know, like living in the
2: city, I don't let my daughter out of my sight. She's only eight, but like, I don't even consider it here. Well,
1: there's too many creeps. There's too many right. creeps out there, I mean, Yeah, I had a younger
0: sister, and she was never without me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did not go home without her anyway.
2: Sure. You know, I I grew up country, and we all played, uh, you know, after we did our chores, till dark. And then, like, I had a lot of friends that lived in surrounding cities, but I had a lot of family in Grand Rapids and Detroit and stuff, and it was different there. Even, oh, yeah. even, in those day, even in those days they weren't allowed to get too far away from the house you know so yeah. it's I, I think it's one in the same like if I live in the country now I'd send my daughter outside you know all day but like here in the city she's inside right. most of the time unless she's with me doing stuff right I don't
0: know, well, I could God, have been miles away from my house at that time too actually yeah.
1: Yeah, I remember traveling quite a ways away, dude, fishing and all sorts of shit, you know, mm-hmm. getting creeks, getting muddy and dirt and all that. Um, i tell you what, unfortunately, it's uh, quite a bit past my bedtime, um, but uh, we got to do this again, boys. This is fun. I mean, we're almost at two hours, and it doesn't even feel like, you know, it's been that long. For your first time, DB, how does that feel to you?
2: I was really nervous. I uh, actually pooped myself at one point. <laughs> that's, that's when the mic stopped working. I had to run the change.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Don't forget to wash. Yeah, yeah using baby wipes. Um, it's <laughs> now good.
2: That Go ahead. It seemed Go pretty good. I just hope my voice transferred good.
1: I think it did. Now, given when... When we're listening to it on here, you'll see when when uh, when the episode comes out, it's going to sound a little bit different. But I think your voice probably picked up pretty good. Um, I know I know uh, Bentley's does every time. I know mine sounds a little bit different, but I'm also hearing the voice in my head while I'm talking. But yeah, um, Bentley
2: sounds like a a radio announcer.
1: Funny enough, that's what he used to be, weren't you? Yeah, at one point, yeah, yeah. So and now now he's one of my regulars. Um, he's a mainstay, as they say. So, uh, yeah, and, uh, and it, let it be known, I will I will prop up Bentley. Uh, he's usually the one that's reaching out to me because I'm like fucking busy all the time and shit. And I can usually count on him to get me uh, get me going. So um, and certainly that was the case today, too, wasn't it? Maybe maybe i I usually try (laughs) to throw a shout out to him just let him know i will tell you dude you saying something to me reminded me that i had an episode today because of the last one that i put out um like i said i had put i'd i'd made one for my tuesday episode and then i hated it so much because when i had done it um i don't know what what my problem was i mean it wasn't terrible But it also, I just felt like I wasn't hitting the mark almost anywhere. So I remade it and that's the one that I put out, but it took me a minute to to, to remake. It took me an extra day. Um, and when I did all of that, usually I, I have a feeling of like, okay, it's Tuesday. I got an episode. It's Friday. I got an episode. I didn't even realize it was fucking Friday today. And then you sent me that message and I was like, Oh shit, I have an episode I got to put out tonight. Hell yeah. I can get, and, uh, I think I was talking about that with you, um, DB. And then yeah. I was surprised that you were like, yeah, man, I'm off tomorrow. I can do it. Holy shit. Let's do this. You know? So, um, that's how all that. roll, rock and roll. Now we have a two hour episode. Love it. Um, so I'll talk to both of you guys, um, after this and, uh, hopefully we can schedule another, um, whether it be at the same time or not. Uh, thoroughly enjoyed you being on here db and uh fun. the same with you bentley thank you yes sir uh usually at this time i'll ask if you want to plug yourself db do you have anything that you would like to plug it's okay if you don't i have some guests that are, don't uh nah, necessarily have anything. Really.
2: no all right, all right
1: again,
2: well, you got can, facebook and stuff but i'm not trying to unless there's any not Google right now yeah in.
1: You got to create another account that's uh, strictly for DB Cooper.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, we're gonna have you back on. Um, and uh, it was a hell of a, uh, it was a, it was a joy to have you here. Same with you, Bentley, as always. Uh, Bentley, would you please plug yourself, sir?
0: Yeah, if you want to get a hold of me, you can do that at uh, nuclearknucklehead at yahoo and then uh. Look me up on the Fringe Radio Network, fringeradionetwork.com. And there's What's going this? to be a uh, 13th anniversary show, August 29th. I think it'll be live on Spreaker.
1: There you go. That's interesting.
0: You know, one of these oh. days, maybe we could do a live one. I got the uh, I got the thing. We can go live. Okay. Just let me know when.
2: Is your, uh, your logo like a rising sun?
0: Yeah, and that's actually a setting sun in the Gulf. Oh, okay.
2: kind of, yeah. Yeah. I tricked I saying, that picture yeah. out, actually.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah. Interesting side note, and why this episode is actually quite special to me now. Um, both DB Cooper and uh, Bentley Meadows, also known as Bentley Craig, these were two of my first listeners. Both of you guys were. And, um, you guys were, I believe the first ones to reach out to me. Uh, and then it both, it bloomed into, um, a, a super heterosexual, no wait, homosexual, homoerotic friendship between all three of us now. So you guys uh, are trapped.
2: I don't agree with that, but <laughs> I see what you're trying to say.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, both these guys are my friends now. And, uh, i i appreciate the hell out of both you guys for coming on and um for bentley obviously of have, have being uh shit man we've been doing this what two years i think two or three years yeah i started at the around
0: christmas maybe thanksgiving of 19
1: no shit yeah so yeah about
0: three i sure definitely took a turn for the worse talking about all this crap I was more, Maybe. we were into like, you know, the last thing before all this was like, you know, we're talking about portals with the Pod Piper. Oh, yeah, yeah I remember <laughs> that. You know what I'm saying? You, and then all did. of a sudden it's COVID-19.
1: Yeah. Well, it freaked out a lot of people. So uh, we'll get back, though, you know. Um, yeah. So if you want to find me or reach out to me, tv 1105 at gmail.com is uh, the best way to do it. Uh, Go to my website, theweaponbook.com. Still working on everything there. Uh, You can find me on just about every social networking platform, with the exception of TikTok and Instagram. Um, I was suspended on uh, uh, Twitter again there for a minute. This was a weird one, though. Um, I didn't call anybody a retard. Um, I called the lady that was being a bitch a bitch. And uh, I think I called her a shithead, too. It said some names, but she had also started at first and uh she reported me, which is kind of crazy. And uh and I Call got Princess. Yeah, well, um, you know, well, I handled, you? I feel like I handled her the the appropriate way that I should have after that. Um I just retweeted her kind of called her out, but outside of that, uh left her alone. <laughs> um because she was well, she's near that type of shit ain't worth my time really anymore. Anywho, um Outside of that, uh, I think I usually always give my my friends that come on here uh, the first time. I'll give them the opportunity. Um, I'll talk to both you guys after this. Obviously, schedule another one. Uh, DB, do you want to do my outro? Uh, I
2: was thinking about it, but I think I'll screw it up. I just like, the, I, like I like to say the ending. Always, yeah. ask Bitches, don't be a bitch ass. <laughs> whenever you make it like g-rated i'm like damn it he didn't keep it real
1: <laughs> <laughs> i'll keep it real this time guys i will talk to you soon until next time be accountable be responsible don't be a bitch-ass liberal later buddies peace See ya.